this is Heather. Thanks for joining me today for another Lunch and Learn. As you gathered from the first two episodes, I'll be talking a lot on this podcast about news articles and journal articles. But what exactly is a journal article, and what do I mean when I refer to a news article? A news article is a story published by a mainstream outlet such as CNN, Yahoo News, Fox, The Washington Post, Livestrong, or really any other source likely shared on social media or by your friends and family via text. Those stories are often fed by journal articles written by researchers and clinicians, while news stories are generally written by journalists. Most listeners are probably familiar with news articles, but many are probably not all that familiar with journal articles, so I'd like to dive a bit into that today. Like I said, a journal article is an article written by a researcher or clinician and is published in a scholarly journal intended for a clinical or academic audience. Depending on the type of article, it may have undergone a rigorous peer review process, which we'll talk about in a minute. Before proceeding though, I'd like to take a minute to talk about journals. Many of them are what we'll call good, but there are a handful that are referred to as predatory in that they prey on authors who may not know how to evaluate whether a journal is good or bad. These journals are the exception to the rule and I'll discuss predatory journals in a future episode, but for now, let's just talk about journals that we'll call good. So let's talk about who writes these articles. Many articles written for health and medical journals are written by researchers and clinicians. Clinicians can be physicians, nurses, physician assistants, nurse practitioners, physical therapists, pharmacists, and so on. They can also be written by corporate, academic, and nonprofit researchers who may have any number of degrees and areas of expertise. Researchers may be those with doctoral degrees like PhDs. They may also be PhD students, people with master's degrees in public health, research assistants, and even librarians. Yes, even librarians. It's actually quite common for researchers and clinicians to collaborate with librarians on their research, and sometimes, depending on the project, the librarian will play such an integral role that they'll serve as an author on the paper. So anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that people who write journal articles are generally academically or clinically qualified to do so. Of course, there are exceptions to that rule, but we'll cover that another day. So what exactly is in a journal article? Journal articles generally report the results of research studies carried out over months or even years. They contain a brief description of the study and the results, and that is called an abstract. They also contain an introduction to the disease being studied and why the study is relevant. They also contain a description of how the research was carried out and a description of the results and the limitations of the study. This, of course, is a bit of an oversimplification, and on another episode, I'll take a closer look at research articles, but for now, this overview is probably enough. So after the author or authors write their paper, they submit it to a journal they feel is appropriate, but not so fast. They can't just submit the paper and have it published. It first has to undergo peer review. Peer review generally involves two independent people reading the submitted article. These two independent people have expertise in the field and are able to read the paper for clarity 
relevance, and methodological quality. This process is intended to improve the quality and transparency of published research. Peer reviewers often provide extensive feedback and recommend whether the article should or should not be accepted for publication. More often than not, they'll recommend that the author revise sections of the paper, and such revisions may entail clarification on how the research was carried out, and that might include a better description of how participants were selected for inclusion, or they might suggest that the author point out limitations of the study. And an example of a limitation would be if a study were to test a new drug for people with type 2 diabetes, but only test the drug in women under the age of 30. This may be a limitation because men also get type 2 diabetes, as do people over the age of 30. So therefore, the study may not provide information that would extend to the broader population of interest, people with type 2 diabetes. It is the job of the peer reviewer to point out potential limitations and encourage the author to address them in their paper. So if the peer reviewer recommended that the paper gets accepted for publication, the paper then undergoes editing, though not at the same level as the peer review process. Then it gets published. At that point, it may get picked up by a news outlet and repackaged with a flashy headline rather than the more subdued academic title. The catch to all of this is that when journalists pick up journal articles, they don't always read the articles. They may read just the abstract, which provides a high-level overview of the article, but may exclude critical points that can be very helpful in guiding our decision-making. That's why, as I've said previously, if you're going to read a news article and make any changes to your regimen based on it, it's a good idea to track down the original article and discuss it with your doctor. This is all a bit of an oversimplification of the process, but I hope I provided some clarity around journal articles versus news articles. If you found this episode helpful, please consider sharing it with a friend, or you can share the entire podcast series. If you haven't yet done so, also rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode and so you can help other people find the show. Lastly, find me on Instagram and Facebook at Dissected Health Pod or on the web at dissectedhealthpod.com. Thanks again for listening and sharing your lunch break with me. Have a great day.